Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas and this week I want to talk to you about something that I know you've heard before. All right, I personally hate talking about it, but I've been talking about it. You've heard me talk about it. Your mom has been talking about it. Even the government has been talking about it. But are you listening? No, you're not. Disease and death and those kind of things, they really aren't good motivators for someone like you. You want those acute performance benefits, right? You want to see results and you want to see them right now, okay? You you don't care about something that may happen 20, 30 years from now. You're looking in the short term. And honestly, I get it, okay? That's my goal today. I want to give you some reasons why it's important to be incorporating these foods in your diet right now, okay? And so what am I talking about here? I'm talking about eating your damn fruits and vegetables, okay? (laughs) We have so much data on the impact of fruits and vegetables and their corresponding micronutrients on things related to our physiological health. All right, it's well-documented, well-researched, well-understood. That's not what we're here to talk about. We have very little data, on the other hand, about these specific micronutrients contained within fruits and vegetables and their effects on things like cognitive health and cognitive performance. Until now, there was a study in 2019 done by Dennis, spelled D-E-N-I-S-S, and they wanted to look at the effects of taking a multivitamin and mineral supplement, or vitamin D, on various cognitive measures. And specifically, they wanted to look at intelligence, memory, executive function, as well as serial reaction time. And I know you care about all of those metrics, okay? Those are all very, very important metrics for cognitive performance. (laughs) So I want to walk through this study. I think it was a very interesting research question, and I think it is something that you guys will find particularly valuable, all right? And it even changed my opinion about something, and I'll tell you what it is on the back end. And so let me give a little bit of background first, though, before we dive into what they actually did in this study. A lot of the literature in the past is cross-sectional in nature, okay? It's not causal. And so what I mean by that is they just look at the association between various micronutrients and various conditions. We don't know whether or not the micronutrients caused any of these conditions or caused any kind of cognitive health or cognitive performance measures to change. Of the research that does exist, most of them are not done in normal healthy participants, which is a huge problem in nutrition literature because that's what me and you are and that's what we care about, right? Is can these compounds, can they help out with me and with you, right? That's what you care about. You care about you. I get it. It's fine. And so we have very little data. And the data that we do have has been mostly mixed largely because of these issues with study design. Uh, Some studies report that these micronutrients may enhance cognitive measures. Some have shown no change in these cognitive measures. And there have even been some that have shown a negative effect. 
All right. But the punchline is the landscape is pretty muddy, especially in normal healthy participants. And this is one of the first studies that has added some clarity here. So I like it. And I did mention that they compared a multivitamin and mineral to vitamin D. Okay, so why did they compare to vitamin D? Well, vitamin D status is associated with so many cognitive metrics, more than I can actually list. But a couple of the really important ones, low vitamin D status is associated with depression, with poor cognitive function, with cognitive decline, and with greater risk for Alzheimer's disease. Okay, so some of the few things that, you know, you might care about. So vitamin D is a really key nutrient, right? And so they wanted to say, okay, well, we know vitamin D is well linked to cognitive health and performance. So is there any difference between taking a designated vitamin D supplement or between taking a multivitamin and mineral, which has many other compounds in it, right? So that's what they did. They wanted to compare these two, but they needed a control group. So what was their control group? They compared to people who were taking vitamin C. And the reason why they did this is because the data with vitamin C has thus far shown no real change as far as cognitive measures are concerned. So the control group was vitamin C, and then they were most interested in seeing how does a designated vitamin D supplement compare with the multi and do they cause enhancements? Do they cause negative changes in cognitive performance? Or do they cause no change? So as far as what they actually did, they had a bunch of healthy people enroll, like I said, and they were randomly assigned to each of those three groups. They were told to continue eating their normal diets. And this is really important because they wanted to see under normal circumstances, if we add this supplement, will it actually help things, right? If you add the supplement and you completely overhaul your diet and you go from eating fast food every day and drinking a six pack of beer to eating super, super healthy and eating 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day, then obviously you're going to see performance improvements, right? And so what they said was, no, I want you to keep eating your exact same diet, which I love. And then they wanted to see, do these supplements help under those circumstances? They were supplementing for eight weeks, and they did a cognitive battery before and after supplementation. So of interest is we found that normal healthy adults in this research study were naturally deficient in vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin B5, folate, calcium, iron, magnesium, selenium, and zinc. A lot of stuff. <laughs> so basically, the average healthy adult is not eating as much micronutrients as they actually need for normal cognitive functioning. After supplementation, what you saw was that, as expected, those in the vitamin C and D group, the only micronutrients that were improved in these individuals were vitamin C and vitamin D. Okay as expected. In the multivitamin group, every single one of the deficiencies was corrected for, except calcium and magnesium. And part of this has to do with just how multivitamins and minerals are formulated and, and put together. Calcium and magnesium require a large amount in order to be 
effective. And this is why if you take a designated calcium pill, it's like a horse pill, okay? <laughs> it's massive. And so general multis and multiminerals, they don't really have a suitable amount of calcium and magnesium just because it would take this single pill that you could take into like three massive pills. And normally that's just not feasible for people because most people don't like taking a bunch of pills. So that doesn't surprise me that the calcium magnesium status was not fully corrected for with the multi-group, but it is interesting to note that everything else was. While that might be interesting to you, I know it's not what you're listening to this episode for. So what actually happened? Well, all groups, every single group, had better performance on some tasks. And in particular, measures of verbal and visual memory and visuomotor processing speed were all significantly improved. Let's break it down a little bit more specifically so that way I can tell you which of these had benefits and which did not. The multivitamin and vitamin D groups, those had improvements specifically on overall IQ, which is kind of nice, right? It's nice to be smarter. The multivitamin group showed significant improvements on visual strategy generation, motor planning, explicit and implicit learning, and working memory, okay? Those are all variables that I know you care about, so that's pretty cool. There were no measures where the vitamin D group alone showed significant improvements. So interestingly here, what we're seeing is that of the three, vitamin D, despite what previous literature says, wasn't doing anything extra than either a multi or a vitamin C. Okay, so that's that was kind of surprising to me. There was even one metric where vitamin C alone showed improvements, and that was in visuomotor switching. And specifically, the task that they used in this for to measure that is trail make trail making switching. And the trail making task is something you can look up online. It's actually pretty fun to do. It's basically a connect the dots, but it's a little bit more tricky than that. So check it out if you're curious. Uh, but but this was, as I said, contrary to previous literature. And what I do want to mention, though, is the research participants in this study were naturally under eating a lot of fruits and veg, right? They were pretty deficient in a lot of things. And so what this maybe highlights is that vitamin C may have some important roles in underlying neuronal processes. Maybe it does, and if you're not eating enough of it, then maybe taking the supplement will be correcting this deficiency and showing a relative improvement. And so one of the big takeaways from this study, though, is that suboptimal micronutrient intake, because you aren't eating enough fruits and vegetables, will definitely have a negative impact on your cognition and cognitive performance measures, both in the short term and across the lifespan. Fruits and vegetables are amazing. They are providing a lot of these micronutrients. And the really interesting thing, though, is that a standard multi may be beneficial in correcting some of these cognitive issues that are associated with a lack of fruit and vegetable consumption. All right. And it can happen in as little as eight weeks. It might have actually happened sooner. And, you know, the researchers just didn't measure any sooner than that. So we actually don't know. Maybe it happened after a week. We saw improvements. But this is much quicker than 
the you know 20 30 years that a lot of times people are talking about for changes to occur when you start working in more micronutrients so for me this study was very interesting because one it highlights the importance of fruits and vegetables but it also says if you are under eating these micronutrient rich foods then a multivitamin and mineral may actually compensate for some of these deficiencies and restore some of these cognitive performance measures okay so if you care about cognitive performance and you know your diet is trash then consider adding in a multivitamin and mineral okay that's the punchline there obviously we prefer more fruits and veg they are not just simply a collection of micronutrients if they were then the best diet in the world would just be eating candy bars and popping a multivitamin and that's not how optimal health and performance works unfortunately okay i wish it was that easy but unfortunately it's not so okay i'm gonna I'm leave it there for the day i i really think that that was interesting and for me i'd been previously pretty down on multis and so this gave me some reason why it could be beneficial in the short term to actually start incorporating one especially if your diet is otherwise not as good as it should be I'm done for the day. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked it, please share it with a friend. I am trying to grow this podcast. And if you have any questions or you just want to reach out and say hello, feel free to shoot me an email. It's caseythomasrd at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.